The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Enmeshed in our discontent with the way this world has treated us, we tend to speculate on the possibility of a different sort of world. One, of course, where we expect to be happy and content and treated very well indeed. This world, this realm, this place beyond the stars is commonly called heaven. It is also called the spirit world or the astral world, sometimes the desire world. But the name I like best of all is Summerland. Mr. Bones? Bonesy, where are you? I want to talk to you, Scraggy, so you just get your spindle legs on down here. Oh, there you are, hatchet face. You had not to call me those things. Oh, and why not, skinny? I'd you like it if I called you fatso. Or hippo, or jumbo. I wouldn't like it, Mr. Bones, so don't you try it. Don't you try it. Our mystery drama, Death and Desire, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Elspeth Eric and stars Mercedes McCambridge. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Maybe you've got a neighbor who just bought a new Electra, and he's gotten so smug and self-satisfied lately, you can't stand it. Well, look at it this way. If you had just gotten a car with all the luxury and prestige of Electra, and a trim European-like design that makes it easier than you might imagine to park and maneuver in city traffic, wouldn't you be a little insufferable for a while? We thought so. The new Electra, at your Buick dealers now. A When their curiosity about the space beyond the stars has grown consuming, some people consult spiritualists, sensitives, clairvoyants, those possessing what they call crystal vision, who can bring into sight and hearing the inhabitants of Summerland. Our story is about one of those. Mr. Bones? Bonesy, I'm home and I want to talk to you so you get your spindle legs on down here. What do you want, Melba? Oh, there you are, hatchet face. You had not to call me those things. Oh, and why not? How'd you like it if I called you fatso or hippo or jumbo? I wouldn't like it, so don't you try it. You didn't used to mind when we were with the circus. When we were with Rafter's Traveling Circus, I was billed as gargantua. It was all part of the act. You're just as fat now. And you're just as skinny. I can't help that. Neither can I help it. That's my glands. It's my glands, too. I don't like being called Mr. Bones or Bonesy or any of those other things. So I'll call you by your name. I'll call you Orville. I wish you would. I'll try. Really, I will. I'd appreciate that. Because I don't want anything to spoil our little arrangement because we get on pretty good. Don't you think so, Orville? Oh, pretty good. 
Well, it's five years since we've been together. Three at the circus, two here. Three years as the human skeleton and gargantua. And two years as Madame Melba and, uh... Yeah? What am I, Melba? Well, you're my husband, for one thing. Hardly anybody knows that. I never go out, never meet nobody. I just hang around the house. Well, it's a nice house. It's better than living in a trailer. I liked it in a trailer. Traveling around from place to place. You liked those one-night stands? Uh-huh, uh-huh, I did, I did. I liked sitting up and giving a show and knocking it all down and going on to the next place. In all those hick towns. Oh, I liked them. And Mr. Rafferty. I liked him. And the other freaks and the acrobats and the animals and... I liked them all. You liked sitting up there on that platform and letting all them yokels stare at you? Yes, I did. They'd never seen anybody like me, and they were very interested, very friendly. Friendly? Ha! Most of them were. I liked them. And sometimes one of them liked me. I could tell. Oh, how could you tell? Oh, by the way he looked, sometimes somebody would smile, not to make fun, a friendly smile. Who, who smiled at you, friendly? Oh, now, Melba, don't start up, please. Just, just a smile now and then. Like in Hoopersville once and, and in uh, Fergus Falls one time. Who smiled at you in Hoopersville? And what went on in Fergus Falls? Nothing. Nothing went on. Nothing. Uh-huh. Guess maybe you'd like to go back to Rafty's Circus. Maybe I would. Back to Hoopersville. Back to Fergus Falls. It'd be better there than here. Well, I swear. You are living in a nice warm house. I cook you nice warm meals. You got nice warm clothes. You got color TV and stereo and about a million records, and you want to give all that up and go back to bumming around in the back of a trailer. Well, I just made exhibiting that I was... yourself. Well, not me, no sir, not me, Spindle Shanks. I am Madame Melba, Madame Melba, sensitive, sublime. Yes, sir, I've got a reputation, prestige. I got a public image, and I ain't giving any of it up. All right, all right, Melba, now take it easy. And you, you are going to go on being Madam Melba's entity. You got that, Mr. Bones? Okay, okay. Now sit down, and I'll tell you what we got on for tonight. Okay. Because if things work out tonight, we may be on the way to making ourselves a bundle. Okay, Melba. You remember old Mrs. Grant? She came here after her husband died. Oh, yeah. She was here every night for a while, a couple years ago. Nice lady. Yeah, rich lady, too. Well, I just came from talking to her. I was very interesting. It seems that she has somebody she wants to send to me for a seance. A friend? No, not a friend. That's a point. Well, then... Who would she want to send here if she's got no friends? It's her daughter. She's got a daughter? Didn't I just say so? 
Well, she never said anything about her daughter. Well, that's because she was all upset over losing her husband. And anyhow, her daughter lived in Paris. But I have been going through the society pages in the local newspaper. And what do I find there? Ho, ho. Madame Pierre Sorel has come to these shores. Madame Sorel. Nee Grant. Well, now, did Mrs. Grant say that this Madame Sorel is her daughter? No, of course not. She doesn't want me to know who it is that's coming to the Seans. Well, then how... how oh, Bonesy, if you followed the society pages like I do, plus the obituaries, you would know that Madame Sorel has to be Mrs. Grant's daughter. And you'd know why she is here. Why? Because her son just died. Her ten-year-old son, it took sick, and he died. And you think... I don't think. I know. The mother is sending the daughter to me so I can help her make contact with the dead son. It's simple as ABC. What if you're wrong? I'm never wrong. A spiritualist is also telepathic, you know. Anyway, as soon as I lay eyes on her, I'll know for certain. Because if she's about 40 years old, and if there's any resemblance between her and her mother, like maybe those very blue, blue eyes... Well, it doesn't matter, because I know I'm right, and you'll see. Now, you can throw your voice to sound like a ten-year-old boy, can't you? Well, no, I've never done that. Well, you can say, Mommy, can't you, can't you? A simple Mommy. Mommy. Well, that's not bad. Coming from the astral world, you wouldn't expect it to be exactly the same as in life. I'll have to go out and get some more dry ice for the vapor. And you better go check your Hessian costume because you've lost some more weight. Oh, how about the wrappings? Okay, that's good. Now, don't get so thin that you can't do that anymore. Because the wrapping set the tone of the whole thing. Now, she will be here at 9 o'clock. And I want everything ready. I want you ready. Because this may lead to something very big. Really big. Nine o'clock. And you look a proper Hessian soldier, Bonesy. A regular mercenary from the Revolutionary War. Oh, I love those boots. Now, you were killed at Yorktown, isn't that right? Oh, she's here. Start the music. I'll let her in. Come in, come in. I'm all ready for you. Madame Melba? It is I. Come on in. I brought my husband. Is that all right? Of course it is, of course. You just follow me into the parlor. Lovely music. It helps, I found. Now, if you will enter. But it's, it's, it's so dark. I can't see a thing. Give me your hands. I will lead you to your chairs. Very cold, too. It is precisely 62 degrees. We can be seated. Here is a chair for you, sir. Oh, thank you. Now, if you will join hands. Yes, yes, of course. You'd best be quiet, Pierre. Oh, no, it's all right. You may talk. It won't disturb me. Now, I am about to leave you. Leave us? For the trance state. Oh. 
In a few seconds, you will start to feel a wind across your hands. Do not be alarmed. The wind will grow cold. I think... And then we wait for the entity. The entity, Madam Melville? The spirit from summer land. The sweet spirit who is my contact with the astral world. We shall hear from him soon, I think. Who is he, Madame Melba? He is a Hessian soldier, slain at Yorktown in the Revolution, fighting for the British. He never liked being a mercenary, taking pay for opposing a righteous cause. Oh, hush, hush now. Listen. I told you we would hear from him. I hear. I hear. Pierre, do you? Yes, yes, I do. It is. It's my entity. Oh, my dear Gustav. Will you materialize for these good people? They need you, Gustav. You mean we'll be able to see him? Actually see him? If we concentrate. If we believe. Oh, I believe. I do. We should see a vapor rising now. The wind will grow colder. It is growing colder. And I see the vapor. Oh, I see it. I do. I see it. It is taking shape. Gustav, are you with us? Well, I see his boots. Pierre, look. There are his boots. Gustav, will you talk to us? His jacket. Will you, Gustav? His Gustav, we need you. Good evening. Oh, 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 oh sir. Oh, uh, spirits, uh, what do I call him? Oh, you cannot speak to him at all. Gustav will speak only in answer to my questions. You just fix your thoughts on me, not on him. You send me your thoughts, your desires, your anxieties, and I shall receive them through telepathic communion. And now let me gather my strength. Now... About someone, someone small, it seems to me. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Young. Yes. Yes, yes. A male. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Gustav, by your kindness in your mercy, can you put us in contact with a small male child? You have reference to... To a little boy. Someone who is close to someone here, I think. My son... Gustav, will you do this for us? I have to try. Oh, please, please. He is here. Oh, he said he's here. My boy is here. Gustav, is the boy in good health? Is he well? Very well. Perfect health. Oh, thank God. Gustav. Is he happy? Everybody is happy in Summerland. Very happy. There is no sorrow in Summerland. No troubles. No sorrows. Just peace and joy. Oh, my darling son. Nobody making fun of anybody. Nobody calling names. Everybody can and nice and loving. That, that, that's enough. Everybody smile and friendly smile. That, that's enough. Everybody is the same. And nobody, nobody is a freak. Stop, Fred. You stop, Fred. Oh, let him go. No, 
it's impossible. I'm exhausted. I cannot continue. Oh, but my little boy... No, no, no. You must leave now. Oh, no. Things are getting out of control. But wait. You must leave. You must get out of my house. You are killing me. I cannot be responsible for what I will do. Just go. 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 What happens to the dead people who have left us so abruptly without even looking back? Do they think of us? Do they miss us? Do they long for us and remember us with love? Are they troubled as we are? As restless? As filled with recollections and desires? Surely Summerland is not a place where all emotion has been purged. For then, it would not be Summerland at all. I'll be back shortly with Act Two. We're going to stick our neck out and tell you something. It's hard to miss with Arrow. Arrow shirts. And the reason is so simple. America's shirt maker is Arrow shirts. America's shirt maker has done it again with what is probably the best shirt collar ever made. Arrow's patented custom collar, and only Arrow's got it. It's a whole inch wider at the bottom than the top, just like your neck is. It's adjustable by a full half inch, and it's got a special notch so the neckband doesn't show over your top. America's shirt maker is Arrow's shirt. See why we're sticking our neck out. Stick your neck into an Arrow custom collar. America's shirt maker is not already your shirt maker, we ought to be. If the dead who dwell in Summerland have not lost all capacity for emotion, then how do they feel about being called back to this world? To answer questions which to them may seem childish. Of course, we know by now that Madame Melba's communion with the dead is entirely contrived and false. If it were real, might it not be, well, an impertinence? We return you now to our strange story. Come on, Madame Melba, I'll take you home. Oh, thank you, Mr. Rafter. It's so kind of you to attend the funeral. Well, we're playing just 20 miles from here, and I was very fond of Orville. Hated to see him leave the circus. We all did. The others would have come to the funeral, but we're doing three shows a day, you know. Oh, yes, I understand. Um, tell me, Melba, how did it happen? I I didn't even know that Orville was sick. Well, he wasn't sick. He was in the best of health. Well, then, uh, how... Well, see, we had conducted a seance, just like all the others we'd done. And he acted, oh, what you might call peculiar... Toward the end of the seance, he just wasn't like himself at all. Uh, in what way? Well, it's, it's hard to explain if you don't know about seances. Well, I'm afraid I don't know anything about them. Well, there is a certain routine. as a certain uh, continuity. as a scenario, you might call it. And it, it's always more or less the same. There's the cold wind and the vapor rising. I didn't know. And then when I've gone into deep trance, the rappings start. The rappings? Yes, from the spirit world. The, the, 
The spirits rap? Or the entity raps. Oh, I... I see. The... the... the entity. And then he materializes from the vapor. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the vapor... Yes. After the entity has materialized from the vapor, then I talk to him. You actually talk to him? You you really talk? And he talks to me. I ask questions of the entity, and he replies. Well, that's amazing. Well, it isn't so amazing if you have the power. I I hated to see him leave the circus. Yes. And you too, Melba. Well, of course, we had to make use of my gifts. I suppose you did. It was funny. He was talking about the circus, about how he missed it, just before that last year. He was? Uh-huh. And that night, he became confused and disturbed. And I had to call off the seance before we'd finished it because I couldn't endure anymore. So I told the clients to leave the house. And then when I had put Orville to bed, he was all hot and feverish. And before I could even call a doctor, he passed out of this life. Oh, that's sad. Terribly sad. Yes, well, here's where I live, Mr. Rafter. Thank you so much for seeing me home. I appreciate it. Well, dear lady, I was only too glad. And would you remember to meet all the old friends at the circus? I suppose they're all still there. Uh, most of them. Of course, we had to replace you, and we found a splendid replacement for Orville. Benny, his name is. The finest specimen of a human skeleton is I've ever seen. And a nice chap, too. Well, you like him, do you? Of course, uh, he's not like Orville. Well, you, you said he was a nice chap. Oh, yes, yes. Very nice fella. Oh. How long are you going to be playing in these parts, Miss Drafty? A few more days. We hit Fergus Falls next Tuesday, then we'll move on to Pennsylvania. Well, maybe I'll, I'll just come over and take in the show. Oh? Well, I'm sure everybody would be happy to see you, Melba. I ought to be in pretty good shape by Tuesday. And it might do me good to see the old crowd again. Mr. Ruffery? Hmm? Oh, oh, uh, Benny. Uh, could I uh, talk to you for a minute? Well, sure. Come on in, Benny. I need some advice. You know Madame Melba? Of course I know Madame Melba. Well, you know she was here on Tuesday. Well, I know. You you met her, I take it. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, uh... We had a long talk. Well, you did? What about? Well, uh... You know, Madame Melba is a famous uh, medium now. Uh, it's like a clairvoyant sort of. Yeah, I know that. She's, she's done very well at it, I understand. Yeah, that's what she says. And she, uh, she wants me to leave the circus and come be with her. As what? Be with her as what? Well, she, uh, didn't say exactly. You, uh, you know, her husband just died, don't you? No. I didn't know that. Well, he did. Come down with a fever all of a sudden. He died. Oh, that's too bad. Your husband used to be the human skeleton with his show. Before you, did you know that? No. No, I didn't, I didn't know that. Orville, his name was. Fine chap. I was very fond of him. Sorry to see him go. I always had the feeling he hated to leave us, too. Matter of fact, she told me he was talking about the circus the very day he took sick and died. 
about coming back? Well, she didn't say just that. But I have a feeling... Now, look, Betty. Why do you think Madame Melba wants you to join her? I don't know. Well, some women of, uh, of ample size are often attracted to men of, uh, of your size. <laughs> yeah, I know. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. You think that's it? It crossed my mind. You want to go? Well... I tell you what. We'll be laying off for a week before we follow the circuit of Pennsylvania. Suppose you take the time and see what's cooking with Madame Melba. Oh, can't you do anything? Well, I, I don't understand exactly what I'm supposed to do. You're supposed to do what I tell you to do. Well, you, I don't know why I'm doing it. It's for the seance, Benny. I've told you a thousand times. Yeah, but I thought, I thought you were a medium, Melbourne, a clairvoyant. I am a sensitive. That's the proper term. So, what do you need me for? A sensitive needs a little help here and there. Well, what am I doing? That's your funny costume. That is the uniform of a Hessian soldier. A soldier? A dead soldier. A dead Hessian soldier. Well, what's Hessian? Means German. German? I don't see what this is all about. You are the entity that appears from summer land, from the space beyond the stars. I ask questions and you answer them. Do I know what to say? I tell you what to say beforehand. Yeah, but then it isn't real. Well, not altogether, no. You're not a real sensitive. Well, not absolutely real, no. Uh, and the vapor isn't real either. That's dry ice. None of it's real. It's real that I have powers, Benny. No, but... I think I want to go back to the circus. So you think the circus is real? Everything in Ralph Reeves is real. Even the smiles and the clown's faces. They're painted on and everybody knows they're painted on. They can see the paint. Nobody's trying to fool anybody and nobody's fooled. The animals are real. The high wire is real. The pretending is real. The pretending to be happy, to be gay, to, to be enjoying ourselves. It's pretending, but it's real pretending. All right, Benny, all right. You don't have to be a Hessian soldier. Just forget the whole thing. Just take off the uniform. We'll skip that part. But you will stick around, won't you? And do a couple of harmless little things? Like what? Well, like take the top off the dry eyes when I give you the cue. Well, how will I know when? What's the cue? It'll be a word cue. I'll give you one. Like, come, sweet spirit from summer land. Yeah, come, sweet spirit from summer land. And then the vapor appears. And then I go on some more. And then the rappings start. Oh, yeah, well, Melba, I can't do the rappings. I tried and I tried and I can't do them. I can't crack my knuckles. I never could. Orville could crack his knuckles and his knees. Well, I can't. Orville could crack his toes. I am not Orville. I am Benny. And I can't do it. Well, if you try. I have tried. Well, try again, please. 
sweetie, for me. Try again. It's because my bones aren't just the same as all those. Sweetheart, I've explained that to you. I went to all the trouble of consulting an orthopedic surgeon. And he says it is not the bones. It is the tendons. Now, remember that. It's not the bones. It's the tendons. Now, try, please, for me. Try. All right. Try, my pet. Try for Melba. I, I, I can't. It's no use. Orville could do it standing on a pillow. Well, I, I'm not Orville, and I can't do it. All right, all right, sweet precious. I didn't mean to upset you. Now, let's try just once more. Never mind your knees or your toes. We'll forget all about the knees and the toes. Just your knuckles now. Try. Try, my darling. I don't think I can... Try. Oh, my sweet pet, you did it. You did it. Oh, that's it. That's it. You are wonderful. You are superb. You are marvelous. You did it. I didn't do anything. Yes, you did, didn't you, yourself? Melba, listen to me. I didn't do anything. Oh, sweetheart, I heard you. That wasn't me. Of course it was. No, it wasn't. Somebody else is in this room. Somebody else? You know who. Oh. Orville? Has to be Orville. Who else? Oh, oh. Orville's dead. He's come back. Orville is real? Not to me, Melba. Not to me. I'm going back to the circus. The circus? Is what's real to me. You're walking out on me. I'm not made for this life, Melba. I'm going back where I belong. No, you can't do that. You can't leave me all alone. Mr. Ravity, sir, I could come back if I wanted to. I... What was that? Did you? I didn't do anything. Then what? Monzi. Bonesy! Bonesy! You're here! Now you don't know what to believe, do you? Is there really a summer land or isn't there? Can the dead be called back from there, if there is such a place, by living persons whose powers are strong enough, who believe enough? And, as in the case of Melba... Can they be summoned even by those who have no power and do not believe at all? Frankly, I haven't the foggiest idea. Do you? I'll be back shortly with three. Man is coagulated smoke and will return to smoke. So said Paracelsus, 16th century physician and philosopher. Not a very elevated description of ourselves, is it? Not sufficient to interpret our restless dreams, our insatiable ambition, our irrational behavior. But who had ever explained those things? Or us, completely? Perhaps 
That's really all we are. Just coagulated smoke destined to return to smoke. Bonesy, you're here. Oh, Bonesy. Oh. Oh, who else could it be? Not me. I was on my way out. Well, you can go because I don't need you anymore. Well, I kind of like to stick around. No, you go. And see what happens. No, he won't materialize with you here. Materialize? Materialize? You, you mean, you don't mean, you, you can't. Oh, mean. never mind what I mean. You just get out of here. This is between Mr. Bones and me. If I could see well, you him. can't see him. Talk to no. You, you mean, you're the only one who can. That's just what I mean. Now you go on back to Rafferty's Circus where you belong. I've got to come back sometime, Madam Melbourne. No. Bonesy, 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 are you really there? I thought you were dead. I mean, gone forever. Bonesy, did you really go to Summerland? And did you come back from there to help me? Oh, Bonesy, if I could believe that. Believe it, Nelba. It's true. I'm here. Oh, Orville. It's been so awful here without you. I know. Has it been awful for you, too? Well, has it? Nothing is awful in Summerland, Melba. You mean it's the way you said it was? That last time at the seance, it's really like that? It's kind and loving, and nobody is afraid. Yes, Melba. It's just like that. Oh, it's so hard to believe that there actually is such a place. You know, I never really believed that there was. Yeah, I know. I never believed anybody went there. I never believed anybody went anywhere. I know. But there is such a place. Because you've been there. And you know. Yes, I. And you came back to help me. Yes. That means, oh, that means I do have the power, doesn't it? I'm not a fake at all. I'm real, and I have the power. Oh, Bonesy, what a marvelous thing to find out after all this long time. Why, I can make a fortune with you to help me. Just, uh, what you have in mind, Melba? Well, there is a lady in this town. She's a baroness, Bonesy. Elizabeth Baroness Barkartik, Hungarian, or Polish, something like that. Now, she's been pestering me for a seance for more than a month now. Ever since you, uh, since you went to Summerland, and I've been putting her off. I said I was too shaken up after your passing, which, of course, I was. Yeah, of course. Besides which, I didn't have anybody to help me. And then, just as I'm about to give up completely and forever, you signaled your presence, those rappings. I never heard a sweeter sound in my whole life. Now, listen about this baroness, Elizabeth Barcotti. She, her, her father died and then a mother. Well, maybe I've met them. Oh, I suppose you might have. Well, now she's got a husband, a rich American. But she never really got over losing her father and a mother. Poor lady. So I have a phone number and I said that I'd call her when I was ready. 
Well, I will tell her that tonight is a night. Is that all right with you? My time is your time. Don't you what form are you going to take when you materialize? Or don't you want to materialize at all? I haven't quite figured all this out. Well, why don't you just leave it all to me, Melba? Well, uh, all right, if you say so. May I present to my husband, Madam Melba? I'm so glad. Now, if you follow me into the parlor, follow close behind because the room will be dark. And you may find it a bit chilly. I'll keep it at 62 degrees. The spirits like it better that way. Now, there we are, a chair for you, Baroness, and one for you, sir. You will clasp hands, please. You may talk if you like, but in low conversational tones, if you please. Are we ready? Ready? Oh, this is nonsense, Elizabeth. Now, I am going to leave you. I am going into deep trance. In a few seconds, you will feel the wind across your hands. Do not be alarmed. The wind will grow colder. It is a signal from Summerland that the entity is approaching the sweet spirit who is my contact with the astral world. Ah, yes. We shall hear from him soon, I think. Oh, yes, soon. Oh, 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 was that... Was that him? I told you we would hear from him. I can, I can hardly believe. Will you speak to us, spirit? Will he? Dear one, will you speak to us? And why not? What did he say? I said why not. I'm not sure I understand him. You've got waxing your ears, lady. Well, perhaps we, we, we should start again. We seem to have got off on the wrong track somewhere. Okay. He sounds like our Janet. I'm afraid we started wrong. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's Look, look, uh, this isn't the right. Okay. Come on, Steve. Oh. Come in. Merci. Oh, Believe me, I didn't know that this... Well, what, what they can mean? Well, it isn't what you think. Let's get up. No, please, please don't go. Perhaps it would be... No, bad. please, I wish that you wouldn't go. Oh, let them go. Oh, oh. Need them. Good oh. riddance to bad rubbish. That's what I always say. What do you oh. all say? <laughs> Madam Melda, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry, too. Not at all what I expected. Oh. Nothing at all what I expected. Nor I. Nor I. Oh, did you do this on purpose? In a way. To humiliate me. Spirits don't like to be summoned, Melba. No. Or conjured. Oh, you're making fun of me. Hello? Millie? Oh, Millie. And she made fun of us, Melba. Pretending we didn't exist. Well, I didn't know that you did. But I know now, oh, Bill. And, and, and I want. To be like you. Just what do you mean by that? I want to be with you in Summerland. What? You want to be dead? That's a very wicked thought. But there's nothing for me here. And there's everything for me there. I'm sorry, Melba. What do you mean you're sorry? It's just not possible. You mean I can't? 
go to some alive. Mm, someday, maybe. Oh, why not now? It just wouldn't fit in. Why? Why wouldn't I? Yeah, not the type. Well, what I have to do to be the type uh, to fit in? You have to lead a better life. Well, what kind of life? I don't know any other kind of life but this. Oh, yes, you do. Well, what? Tell me. Figure it out. And after you've figured it out, do it. And after you've done it, and the time has come, I'll put in a good word for you, Melba. I have a little influence in Summerland. Well, Melba, then. Madam Melba's a little too formal for old friends. Not Melba either, Miss Drafty. I am gargantua. Gargantua? Yes, Miss Drafty. If you can see your way clear. Now, you don't mean that... Yes, I do. You want to come back here? Take your old job back? That's what I want. But you've been so successful in the world out there. I've been too successful. I don't understand. I, I really don't. Well, it's a long story. Maybe someday I can tell it to you. Well, I'd like to hear it. Oh, I'd like to tell it to you. If I can. Someday. Well, there's no rush. No rush. Would you... Would you like to take a look around, see some of your old friends? Yes, I would. I'd like that very much. Well, you just go ahead. You know where everybody is, I guess. I think I can remember... They'll all be very glad to see you. I hope so. Oh, my. Isn't it beautiful here? Mother Melba. Mother Melba. What are you doing here? Hello, Benny. I've come to get my old job back. You mean it? If Mr. Raft is willing. Say, uh, what's happened with Orville? Anything happened? Oh, Benny, quite a lot happened with Orville. Quite a lot. He really came back? You talked to him? Mostly, he talked to me. But will he come here, you think? Oh, I don't think so, Benny. He's very happy where he is, you know. You mean you don't think you'll see him again? Oh, I'll see him again. But not for a while. And not here. I'll see him later on. Much later. In Summerland. I don't completely understand our story at all. It seems to mean something. It's trying to tell us something. As near as I can make it out, the message is this. The dead, wherever they are, if they are anyplace, are all right. They are fine. Don't pester them. Leave them alone. But, as I said... I don't really understand that story at all. Why are so many people buying Buick's new century? Well, it depends on who you ask. 
Mrs. Marshall Resnick? It holds the road. It drives really smooth. It's nice. And Mrs. Phil Jackson? I like it because it's roomy. And Mr. Jackson, he can't even begin to tell you all the reasons why he likes their new Buick Century. <laughs> I really wouldn't know where to start. But then that says a lot about Buick's new Century and why it's drawing a crowd at your Buick dealers. sincerely hope you're not confused. I hope you have a certainty that Summerland is where we're all going to wind up someday. Summerland, where all is kindness and goodness and loving one another. I hope you're right. And I hope to meet you there. We'll have a nice long talk, you and I, and reminisce about the story that I didn't understand at all. Our cast included Mercedes McCambridge, Robert Dryden, Joan Arliss, and Arnold Moss. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.